Welcome to Life Transformation Radio. This show is all about life transformations and our journey from where we were to why we are doing what we are doing today. We will discuss the hiccups, the roller coasters, and the blood, sweat, and tears that has been poured out while discovering our purpose. It is all about our transformations. Here is your host, Sean Douglas. Good afternoon and good evening and welcome to another episode of Life Transformation Radio. I'm your host, Master Resistance Implementer, TED Speaker, Business Positioning Strategist, and author, Sean Douglas. This show is currently heard in over 74 countries. So whether it's your first time joining us or you've been listening to us for some time, I want to thank you to those who are listening from wherever you are. Life Transformation Radio is all about our transformation. Here, we tell the stories of why we're doing what we're doing. We highlight that transformational moment that changed our lives and how we use it to then transform others and elevate their lives as well. You can listen to us live right here on the Blog Talk Radio Network, Tuesday through Friday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Join our Facebook community, Life Transformation Radio Community, and you can interact with the guests that I bring on the show and ask any questions and I will ask them here on the show live. I ask that you subscribe, rate, and review the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, TuneIn, Player FM, Radio Public, Overcast, CastBox, the Himalaya app, the Google Play Music app, or wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. I would love it if you subscribe to the show and then leave us a rating or review. Let us know how we're doing. On the show, I bring on entrepreneurs, speakers, business owners, coaches, podcasters, authors, basically amazing people who are impacting the world around them. And my guest today does exactly that. If you have any questions for any of the guests that I bring on the show during our live broadcast, call us up at 657-383-1109. Again, the number is 657-383-1109. And with that, please help me welcome show my guest for today tim brotz tim welcome to life transformation radio Don't, so excited to be here man thanks for having me dude i'm so so pumped to have you on the show i've got a lot of friends in real estate i wholeheartedly believe in passive income you know they got guys like gary vaynerchuk are always talking about there is no passive income there is you know there, there is none of that you know so-called i'm gonna build a life Style where money just flows from the internet and I'm going to be smoking weed in Jamaica on a beach, you know, as I, as I agree to a point, there is a way of building passive income. Uh, it takes a long time, but there is a way to build passive income where you just make money while you're sleeping, which is horizontal income as opposed to making money while you're awake, working at a job as I call vertical income. So I'm, I'm, I'm so pumped to dive in to what those are, how you did it. And you and I have a couple people in uh, common. So I want to give a shout out to our buddy, Len Giacola. Dude, Len is freaking a rock star. He's amazing. I'm going to tag him here on social media. But I want to hear from you, man. Um, you know, how the heck you doing? <laughs> Everything's going great. Yeah, Len is Len's a stud. Uh he's got a lot going on, man. He's got a he's raised a 
a phenomenal couple little girls and, and um, yeah. real, real big influencers at such a young age. So I have a ton of respect for Len. Um, but yeah, yeah man, he every, everything's is, going well awesome. on my end. Good. Yeah. No, I say he's um, awesome. Everything's going well. Everything's going well. And I'm just, uh, I, I buy apartments, you know, I, I got started in real estate in the residential realm, um, moved out. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio, originally moved out to New York city after college. My brother was living out there and uh, everybody's making money in real estate. And so I decided to get a real estate license and uh, I brokered retail and office leases. And so I, uh, I, all I did is I went and it took me about six months to close my first transaction, a lease transaction on a little 400 square foot retail space. And uh, right. we signed a lease with a falafel shop for $10,000 a month <laughs> on a 12 year lease term for 400 square feet with 4% wow. annual increases as well. And you do the math on that and you're like, holy smokes, this guy's going to make almost $2 million off of one small retail space. He had, he had eight of them. This was one of them uh, and the smallest one. And then he had 15 stories of apartments above it. And I'm like, dude, there's some, I'm on the wrong side of the coin. I need to be owning real estate instead of brokering it, right? And so right. Uh, I, I, got, I went down this path of residual income, of passive income. And I think a lot of people confuse the two. And what you're talking about, that, that horizontal income, that's residual. That's doing something once and then getting paid on it over and over and over again. You know, passive yeah. income is doing something and, or, or earning income when you're not doing anything at all, right? And so yeah. um, I, do, I, I do believe in passive income. I do believe in residual. There's a lot of different forms of residual income, uh, but it can still be active, but you can con continue to grow that, right? Um, yeah. Uh, but, but, man, at the, at the end of the day, like, it's not, it's not hard work. You know, it's, it's harder to go to work for somebody else for 40 years in, in order to retire on less money than you couldn't already live off of for the first 40 years, right? Like that's hard, oh, for sure. you know, like build, building a business and being an entrepreneur, like that's, that's hard, but it's really for a season of your life. And, uh, and then once you know what you're doing and you know how to build a team and you know, the basic elements of, of business building, the human resources side, the operations side, the marketing, the accounting, the finance, the cash flow management, some of all that kind of stuff. Like those are the yep. basics that transcend every industry, every product, every uh, uh, service. And once you know that, then when you have that dialed in, then you can really, you know, start buying residual assets, which is what I do. I buy apartment buildings now and then layer it with a business that operates whether you're there or not. And so what I've tried to do is, is build a couple of layers in there. So I have residual income producing assets. I have a, a business that pretty much passively runs. I come in once a week and meet with the operational team. And I'm really only needed when, when we're buying more properties. If I, if I decided to stop buying today, then... Uh, I could, I could go, you know, sit on a beach somewhere and, uh, <laughs> drink little umbrella drinks and, and right. hang out if I wanted to, but, um, Very but yeah, cool, man, man. I, I mean, it's, uh, so today, you know, I went through the whole, you know, flipping of houses and then got into like some smaller rentals and multifamily, like smaller stuff, and then got into apartments and right. really been diving into apartments hard and, and developing that side. And so, uh, today I love I, it. I'm talking to you with, with a little over 3,200 units in my portfolio, um, Holy and, crap. and, uh, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's been pretty wild. So it's been a pretty wild ride, 3, but it's 200 it's properties, 3,200 units. So I have about okay. 50 buildings. Uh, yeah, okay. About, okay. About 50 like, buildings. I was that, like, wait a minute. Range from, <laughs> I was like, let me clarify yeah, this. Yeah. I was like, he owns half of New York city. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> like, not, not quite. But it's, awesome. but it's, uh, but I have 3,200 tenants, you know, like I have, okay, uh, okay. uh, some apartment buildings that have 200 units. I have some buildings that have 85 units. I have a couple of office buildings that are, 
you know, 15 units. So um, it just kind of depends, but I have, I have about 50, you know, I'd say around 50 properties, the total of 3,200 units. So uh, it's about $250 million worth of property. So like, that's right. cool. But what's even cooler is the lifestyle that it, that it conveys, yeah. right. That it offers me, that it offers sure. my family, that it offers, you know, people we care about and the, 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 the impact that we can make uh, by having that income and, and, uh, and those assets. For sure. For sure. Man, this has been amazing. And we haven't even really dived in, man. This is awesome. So what I want to do is I want to, I want the audience to learn a little bit more about you. So the title of this episode is Building Wealth Through Passive Income with Real Estate Investor Tim Bratz. Tim is the CEO and founder of CLE Turnkey Real Estate, a real estate investment company that acquires and transforms distressed apartment buildings into high-yield assets for their own portfolio. Working in real estate, Tim has built a passive income business, a passive business, and created a residual income that allows him to live the lifestyle of his choice. He's here to educate and empower others to become financially free through commercial real estate. Tim educates and empowers entrepreneurs to achieve passive income and financial freedom through real estate investments. Tim has a great story of how he used his experience as a commercial broker in the competitive New York City real estate market. He saw the true potential of investment real estate to transform personal finances and provide financial freedom. His website, cleturnkey.com, Charlie Lima Echo, turnkey.com. Go to LinkedIn and Facebook. It's right there in the show notes. Connect with him and let Tim know that you heard him on Life Transformation Radio. Tim, I got to know, man, what is your why? Why do you do what you do? Oh, man, good question. I would say, yeah, I think a lot of people say their kids and stuff like that. Like, my kids are going to be okay, right? Like, I've, I've conveyed uh, uh, wealth to them, and they have uh, property and uh, estate and all that kind of stuff. They're, they're going to be okay. And uh, For me, I'd say it's making an impact that goes even beyond my kids, right, beyond my family. So I'm big on legacy, but to me, legacy is not leaving a bunch of property and a bunch of treasure to your family. It's more about leaving a mindset and leaving a mindset to make an impact. Like my my mom uh, was a stay-at-home mom, full-time volunteer my entire life, right? My dad was a police officer. And so I have some some values instilled in me by them to – make an impact, you know, and make a positive impact. And I think when you have the ability to go out and, and be an influencer and, and uh, make a positive impact on people's life, I think you have the responsibility to do that. And so uh, for me, man, it's just, I, I think wealth and, and uh, it, it, I would say money overall, but, but really wealth and wealth creation is like sunshine. Right. You know, I think, I think there's mm-hmm. plenty of sunshine. Like you getting sunshine doesn't take any sunshine away from me, Sean. You know, so right. uh, I think wealth is very similar. Where I can educate you how to go out and build wealth and build financial freedom, and then and then create this ripple effect where then you can go share it with people, and all of a sudden, you know, uh, what's the story about Babylon was the richest uh, city that that, richest that man ever Babylon, was yeah. because everybody because right. everybody understood about money and wealth and buying assets and not buying liabilities and. And there's plenty of that to go around, um, and you can create wealth out of nowhere. And so um, I, don't, I don't think it's fair. I think it's very selfish to not help people and not pay it forward uh, when you have the ability to do so. And uh, it goes to the whole, you know, 
the, the Spider-Man kind of quote, right? When you have uh, with great power comes great responsibility. And uh, I think, I think people like you with a voice and people like me uh, with a voice who have influence and uh, can make an impact. I think, again, we have the responsibility to do so. So that's a big driver for me and a big why of, of why I do what I do. Very cool, man. I absolutely agree. Uh, you know, if you have the ability to give back, teach, train, whatever, I just, I don't, and, and, and I, I don't know, maybe it's because I come from an entrepreneurial family. Uh, my sisters, my, my mom, my aunt, my uncle, I mean, just all, you know, entrepreneurs, you know, on my mom's side, my dad's side, not so much. Um, except for my grandfather, my grandfather was really the only kind of entrepreneur, like he'll flip cars. My, my grand, believe it or not, my grandfather used to flip birds. I'm not joking. He would raise <laughs> pheasants, get over a thousand pheasants and he raised pheasants. And I went to a bird show with him one time and a beautiful, beautiful gold, golden ears, what they call them. Golden, shiny chest on this bird, red and blue feather. I mean, beautiful bird. So we had these birds. They uh, they laid eggs. He raised them. Had like eight or nine of these these you know chicks that had you know he'd basically raised up right. So he has all these birds and he takes them to a bird show and he got five hundred dollars for each of those birds. Sold them all. Dollars. I was like, get wow. the like what the hell. Like I'm in a wrong business. <laughs> like I'm just looking at all these guys. I mean, they're raking in hundreds of and and, and and thousands of dollars on these birds. Like he walked in and and bought like a bird to mate with the bird he already had. So maybe five hundred bucks, so a thousand, let's say. He's a thousand in and had eight thousand return. I'm not great at math, but that's a great, fantastic ROI, right? So yeah. I'm like, he paid a thousand guys. I'm like, that's awesome. So I just look at it as there's so much abundance everywhere. And I love that you like, you get sunshine, I get sunshine. We're good. It, it, it pains me to talk to people and, and try to get them to see that the abundance is everywhere. You just need to know where to look. And it's mm-hmm. a learned behavior. You know, you got to learn to use that mindset of just abundance flows to me you know, wealth and, and it just comes to me, it flows to me and then I can use it and, you know, whatever. So what I want you to do is talk about a transformation moment. Cause that was mine. That, that, that moment at the, at the bird place, whatever it was, the swap meet, whatever it was, what was a transformational moment that changed your life and put you on the path to what you're doing today? Oh man, there's probably, there's, there's, you know, there's a lot of little things that add up, but then there's a couple of, of big things that kind of change your trajectory and, and change course and uh, uh, really make things clear. And I think early on when I was in high school, like what really made me pay attention was uh, my dad worked a full-time job, right? He was a police officer, but he had a part-time business that was in the security business. And I was like everybody else told, go to school, get good grades, graduate so you can get a good job, that kind of stuff. Right. Um, But my dad made twice as much, almost three times as much money in his part-time business than he made on his full-time job. And again, like you, not, not the best at math, but I can do it enough where it made a lot more sense (laughs) to go and own a business than to work a job. Right. Um, And so, and so that was, that was a big pivot for me. I was saying, I don't want to go and work for somebody. I want to go and start my own business. 
I didn't know what that was until I got into, you know, college, 03 to 07, I'm going through college. And then I see that if you, if you have a pulse, if you can breathe, if you can fog a mirror, you can make money in real estate, right? And as a 20-year-old kid, that was a big motivator for me. And so I got into real estate. You know, another one was, was the story that I told you at the beginning of uh, seeing this landlord making this residual income and doing something once, making millions of dollars over the next decade uh, mm -hmm. because of it, and thinking, man, I need to be doing that type of real estate. So, you know, and then you go through the whole education phase and analysis paralysis and thinking you need to know everything oh, yeah. before you can do anything. And uh, I sat down with, uh, with a, a mentor, um, a buddy of mine who, who was, was a mentor, and he kind of told me about some different philosophies and different strategies in making money in real estate. And my mind was blown again, right? And so I've actually used that strategy that I learned at the age of 22, 23 years old to to build my entire portfolio that I've built today, right? From a simple strategy yeah. of one of my first initial sit downs with a, with a friend and mentor of mine. And so um, all those little things have made a big impact. I think what took me from being, you know, and, and as you go through life, there's, and as you get different levels in life and different levels in business, there's different levels of problems too. And, and I remember yeah. about four and a half years ago, I was uh, banging my head against the wall as a solopreneur, right? Doing everything myself, finding deals, renovating the deals, uh, raising the money on my own, like collecting rents on my own, doing all that stuff. And like, how yeah. do people build a team? How do people build a business? How is this possible? And I got invited out to a mastermind. And uh, for anybody who doesn't know what that is, it's a, you know, a, a community of probably about a dozen people, maybe 15, 20, 30 people sitting around a table that just say, hey, here's, here's a, a, a strength that I can bring, that I can offer some insight with, and here's the yep. biggest hurdle that I'm facing right now. And again, because the same business elements transcend every industry, um, mm -hmm. we all deal with the same nonsense, right? And so me, an all-consuming problem that I could not get out of my own way, I couldn't see five feet in front of my face. Uh, to, to try to take a, a, a broader view of my issue, I tell everybody my problem, and the one dude next to me is like, dude, that's no problem. Just hire an assistant. You know, Just take all that nonsense off your plate and go focus on revenue-generating activity. And I was like, what? It can't be that easy. He's like, yeah, it's that easy. I did it. I tripled my income that year. You know, And so wow. it's, it's amazing by plugging into that and, and having a mentor and having a group that you can then uh, reflect on business, reflect on life with, and not only on a, on a one-time basis, but then connecting with them maybe on a quarterly basis because as you reach different levels, there's a different level of problems. It helped me really pu punch through any glass ceilings I, I was facing every single time. And I think that has really given me a lot of uh, uh, quantum momentum you know, in, in my business by, by being a part of many different masterminds. Dude, I'm, I'm in six masterminds. That's how much I believe in these things. So if, if, I, went <laughs> awesome. back to, if I went back to 20-year-old Tim and I said, dude, there's one thing you got to do sooner, it would be join a mastermind. For sure. And, and, and we're starting to see that some mastermind. It's like, I don't know why it ruins. Is it, or, I know what I'm trying to say. It's like, you see a mastermind. Oh my God, it's great. And then you get the bad ones in, right? Like, like the bad one. in. they're like, Oh, that mastermind sucked. And all he did was take my money. And it was a $2,500 mastermind and he didn't do anything. And then more of those <laughs> yeah. show up. And then it's like, no masterminds are great. You know, like 
Coaches are great. Yeah. Unless you're like a 19-year-old life coach, then he just ruined the business for everybody. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. but I, I, I have a mastermind of my own. You know, we got the success core and we sit there and literally like build businesses inside of there. Like everybody brings their issues and brings their problems and everybody hot seat and it's a 40 minute mastermind. That's it. In and out. It's like, what the hell's your question? If you're long winded, don't even ask it because it's not, we don't got time for that. And so there's a lot of accountability. There's a lot of high end stuff that gets in there. I'll bring in like a expert once a month. You know, like if, if we all are like, man, I really don't know about this one thing because you don't know what you don't know. I'll find somebody who's operating at a high level and say, hey, man, what can I do to bring into this mastermind? And, and, and that's what we do. So, so basically, um, I love masterminds. I think, they're, I think they're amazing. Now we're starting to see think tanks and uh, business incubators. You know, you got B&I and uh, Bunker yep. Labs. And some of them are starting to get like, I guess, or like monetized, you know, really to like large levels, you know, bunker labs is big. Um, you got a BNI, you got, you know, business incubators at colleges and different things. So what was yep. that, what was that defining moment? I, I, I wonder for you, for the mastermind piece, what was that defining moment that made you six masterminds? What was that moment? You're like, <laughs> yep, this is it. This is, this is what's working. Uh, I just saw the success that happened, and I, and and going back to your point, Sean, it's it's a lot based on who runs the mastermind, right? And and the integrity right. of that person and the character of that person, and having a mastermind group, it's not an easy task. Like it's it's about the people who are not, not in the kidding. mastermind, as much as the people who are who are in the mastermind, right? Keeping right. out the low level thinkers. Not saying they're low level people. They just shake sure. at a different level and and. Uh, they might have a little bit too much negativity. That person cannot come in because they will be a cancer to the mastermind and it will bring everybody else down, right? So, um, you know, making sure you're, you're uh, as a quick side note, just finding a good mastermind where you, you know the, the organizer uh, has good values, values that measure up with yours, and, uh, and you can plug into that one. That's the mastermind that I would join, right? Um, but, man, I, I just saw the return on investment. And, and dude, it's, it's lonely being an entrepreneur, right? Like it's lonely yes. at the top. I remember my dad telling me that he's like, yep. the only yep. person you can talk to is you. Right. And so to yep. have, uh, and be able to get into a room where you can put anything on the table and you know that it's confidential, you know, nobody's going to take it outside of that room and you can be yep. vulnerable and say, Hey, here's where I'm really at right now, you know? Um, and have people give you candid, uh, you know, genuine, um, strategies on how to push through that, uh, man, it was just powerful. And, and it, I felt like I wasn't alone anymore. Right. And so by having that group and having that camaraderie and, and not just friends of a common past, but friends with a common future, because we're building something together and we're all going yep. places and we're all making an impact like that to me was a, uh, was a big motivator. And so, um, I just got addicted to it, man. And then I saw what it did for my business, the relationships that it built, um, it, I got deal flow from it, money flow from it, better relationship with my kids and my wife because of it, because I yeah. became a better person, right? It helped me work on me versus thinking it was mm-hmm. external factors. And so, yep. um, it, it made a big impact for me and I just got kind of addicted. And so anytime anybody's like, Hey dude, you should come out to my mastermind. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in, I'm in, you know? <laughs> so I, uh, I, 
I run one myself and then I, I'm a member of five others. And so uh, it's Heck a lot. Yeah. I plug into like some of them only, only once or twice a year, but uh, there's a couple yeah. of them that really mean a lot to me. And I, I still, I'm still a, a dedicated member of those. I love it. That's freaking awesome, man. I love it. So I wanted to, and we were talking before the show, but I wanted to, to, to save it for this. Uh, so I'm not in real estate. Got a lot of friends that are, we share some common friends. Uh, that are that are you know real estate investors and, and different different ones. If I had to, and, and I will, this 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 will be something that I do. And you being a real estate investor, I'm sure that you've seen this before. Uh, I have not. That's why I want to do it. So I and I, and I love that that I could talk to you about this because you buy the you know the apartments and everything. So here's my huge plan. So you can steal this. You can do whatever you want. Royalty checks. I'll let you know where to go, where, where to send them. You know. So my plan Let's is is, and it's funny that you buy distress because that's what I was gonna do. But here's what I want to do. I want to combine real estate investing with Airbnb. So I will find whatever city. It doesn't matter. I mean, I live in a Goldsboro, North Carolina. It's like thirty thousand people. I could maybe see doing it here, but I doubt it. But somewhere like in Raleigh, Raleigh would, oh my God, there's some money in Raleigh, like Charlotte, North Carolina, definitely probably in Charlotte, but I would buy a, depending on, um, depending on the area, you know, crime rate and, and, and income levels and different things, you know, based on economic factors, but I would buy, let's say that economic factors aren't an issue. I would buy based on the ROI, I would buy a commercial, you know, apartment building and let's say there's 20 units in there say let's just say 20 units what i would do is i would renovate the crap out of it and i would put in all high-end stuff i'm talking like cupboards you know the 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 island you know would would be absolutely if you could go marble you know without getting too stupid you know granite marble whatever i'm talking you know your your resort style so everything is like high value, high dollar, everything, and it's fully furnished. So what I would do is I would create a multi-person, multi-unit, whatever, getaway as in like an Airbnb, kind of like a resort, and I would build my own resort. And then the people who come there, I would cater to the high-end business people or like speakers or people who frequent the area. And what I would do is on Fridays and Saturdays, I would host events there live music, live band, whatever. And Monday through Friday, I would host classes. Like you want to learn business, you come to my resort, you come to my place, whatever. And we host business incubators, masterminds. You know, I would make it a mastermind destination. That's exactly what I would do. I would cater to the entrepreneur. I would cater to the speaker. I would cater to the business owner. And I'd make it an Airbnb to where Monday through Thursday, you stay Monday through Thursday, it's $500. You stay Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it's $500. You know what I'm saying? So it's like thousand dollars a week times twenty units. That's what I would do. I love it, dude. I I, love, I mean I, I don't know anything about the economics of it, but <laughs> you <laughs> I just need to take action. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were saying you don't know the what? I don't know the economics of it. Uh, we'd have yeah, to break all either. that stuff down, man. But. But yeah, right. I, is there a market for it? I'm sure there would be, right? Especially oh, sure in a, a cool like. The Carolinas is a cool area. Like I'm actually looking to move back to Charleston, South Carolina. I lived down there for five years. So oh, nice. I wasn't far from you, man. 
Nice. Yeah, yeah Charleston and, uh, spoke there a while ago. It's very nice down there. Gorgeous. And so, uh, uh, I mean, that's a, that's a very, like, a growing area. It's, it's a pretty entrepreneurial area, too. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff going on down there. So I think I think mm-hmm. there's definitely a market for it. I think there's definitely um, – I mean, you could buy an apartment building and switch it all out. You could just buy a hotel if you felt like it and do it that way. Uh, or um, that would be super cool. But I think, yeah, but I yeah. think that uh, you know, with, with this, I mean, because what I've learned, because I built four businesses, and two of them six figures. I'm on the brink of of getting into the six figure mark consecutive. I've been in it, then I've been out. I'm like, oh, I got a 10k month. Okay, not this month. But anyway, I. I at the end of the year, I should be there, but and then my fourth one I just started. People buy experiences. That's what they buy. People buy experiences. They buy an emotion to justify with logic. I want to create an experience. That's why people go to Florida and go to resorts and go to right. But but they're only there. In North Carolina, they're all up and down the coast: Emerald Coast, Wilmington, Atlantic Beach. Charleston, Myrtle Beach. What are they doing? They're they're spring break destinations because people are buying the experience. You're on the water, you know all the hotels. It's the getaway from your life and you know whatever else. I want to create that, you know, not in the beachy resorty type you know places, but holy crap, there's one here. For example, if you ever get a phone call to buy a timeshare, go let's go to Branson, Missouri. First of all, I don't know what the hell that is. I ain't going to Brandon, Missouri, but that's where they have a timeshare. Apparently it's like the, you know, upper East, like Nashville, you know, I've never been to Branson, Missouri. I have no, no desire to go to Branson, Missouri. However, <laughs> if, if we go to Utah, you know, park city is like right there. I could do it in park city. Park city is a big snow place, you know? So I want to create an experience, but I want to have it to where I don't just have tenants. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know. I think yeah. that I think I, that people who I think frequent the, the area, I think would be better. Yeah. I think the play there is uh, either, uh, man, I would buy some like big ass mansion that's like over the top in a phenomenal location. Right. Mm-hmm. And then rent out per room and do it that way. And then almost uh, okay. make it like a franchise, make, make it like a franchise across all, all around the country. So wherever they're traveling to, they can go plug in. They got their ensuite bathroom, you know, have some privacy if they want it. And they can plug yeah. in, meet some other entrepreneurs, something along those lines. I think there's you, – you might have something there, man. You might have something there. I'm thinking like cater to the masterminders, right, because they need to have a place to have a mastermind, right? So cater to the people who own a business, who own, you know, run masterminds or attend events and have them there at this place. Right. So it's, it's like a destination, yeah. you know, mastermind, like everybody wants to go to Bali, like cool. What's Bali got that I don't have? Well, let me bring Bali here, you know? So that's why I was kind of like, well, let me bring Florida to North Carolina. Let me bring, you know, what, what is it about that place? Is it the weather? Can't really do anything about that, but what can I control? You know, I can bring in live music. I can bring massages in you know, build a spa area, like all this stuff that people love, I could just boop. And then it becomes a destination. Like you have to host an event there. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. And you know, that's kind of, that's kind of where I'd want to go. But I like your thing, man, because in North Carolina, they got the Biltmore and the Biltmore is over in Asheville. And it's like a 
something stupid, like 200-room mansion or something. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And they charge people to tour it. <laughs> they charge people to tour this house. How genius is that? Dude. So my, my brother lives in uh, Madrid, Spain. Um, he's a oh, wow. he's an agent, and uh, he works with feds and stuff. So he, he's stationed out there, and uh, he just got married out there, and I was out there for about three weeks in May of this year. And so when I was out there, um, he – he, uh, we went and toured some different castles and stuff, and I realized the the um, royal family in Spain, you know, now that they can't like live off of just like the taxes of the people anymore, right, they right. they own a hundred, they own one hundred sixty castles all around Spain, and they rent wow. them all out either as Airbnbs or as or, or for events or they run yeah. them as museums, and that's how the royal family makes all of their money now. Oh. Sp- that's a passive income right there if I've ever heard of it. <laughs> like, been, you know, just runs been paid off since the Middle game. Ages, you know? <laughs> no joke. Yeah, that thing's been paid off. Yeah, that's awesome. Man, how smart is that? And so, yeah, man. So when I get into real estate and, and I'm, and I, and it, you know, maybe it's my next, maybe it's my fifth business, maybe it's my sixth one. I'm not quite sure, but I will do it. And it will happen. And uh, I'll hit you up, man, and let you know how it went. I love it, man. I'm excited to hear about it. Awesome. So as we start to close the show, I always ask, how are you elevating the world around you? You know, we're all about giving back, and the people that are really into the wealth understand that when you give, you get just as much. Life is full of abundance. And if you have abundance, give it, and it just returns to you. It's that long. Attraction. It, I mean, every book talks about it. The richest man in Babylon, and and um, think and grow rich. Like all these different, you know, books talk about it. So I'm wondering how you elevate the world around you. Are you teaching people about real estate? Uh, are you coaching people? How would someone learn about how you built your uh, portfolio and all that? Um, what does that look like? How are you elevating the world around you? Yeah, man. Great question. I think, uh, and, and what you said is absolutely true. Like, and, and, and probably, uh, like they say, you reap what you sow, I, man. I think sometimes you reap much more than what you sow. You know, I think oh, it yeah. comes back in a whirlwind to you sometimes. Um, if you're planting those seeds and making an impact and letting it compound over time, man, like there's opportunities, uh, that I would have never thought would have been available uh, but it all came from me providing value, right? Me just driving value. Like yeah. uh, um, me being on this uh, on your show right now is is from me offering some content and free information on my social media about how I was doing deals and how I structured deals. I just on Facebook and I was just posting things and talking to people about building wealth and and acquiring real estate and personal development and some mindset stuff, and then. All of a sudden, I was I was approached by some different podcasters, and then like through some other people, got onto some other podcasts, and like just you know all this this compound effect. And all of a sudden, I'm able to then share information across how many countries we uh, uh, seventy four right now seventy seventy four countries. Um, I'm able to do this from because of I don't know maybe planting some seeds two three years ago on some personal development stuff. And so, uh, and then eventually that compounds into you and me getting introduced and you inviting me on the show. So, um, pretty, pretty wild, but yeah, man, I mean, I, I'm always trying to give value. Right. And the more, what I've found is the more value I give, 
the more opportunities there are for uh, my team and my family and other people to get involved in some stuff. And so um, I, I do, I do a lot of podcasts. I do a lot of social media posts and, and offerings. And I do, I, I do some formal coaching too. Uh, I have an event called commercial empire where I teach people how to scale up into buying apartments and stuff, mostly for like seasoned residential investors um, and passive lenders and stuff. But uh, like, that's cool uh, for people who want more formal stuff. But man, I just try to give, 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 because every time that I offer content, every time that I offer insight on how we do deals and, uh, and I educate people on buying assets versus buying liabilities and how to frame their mindset in different scenarios and uh, even life advice on, on what's helped me um, you know, better manage my time or spend more time with my four-year-old daughter and my two-year-old son, like things like that. People hit me up. People send me messages. And they're like, man, that was powerful. That's, uh, thank you so much. That's the kind of stuff that, that feeds my soul. Um, and naturally, dude, th- th- there's deal flow that comes from it. There's people who are like, man, let me buy a deal from you. Let me sell a deal to you. Let's joint venture on yeah. a project. Let me passively invest with you. Let me, uh, w- do you do any mentoring or coaching? And, and so it, like, mm-hmm. it, it creates opportunities, economic op- opportunities for me and has developed a lot of different friendships for me. And um, it's, been, it's been really cool in that regard. And, uh, you know, I, I, think, I think there's always an aspect of, of self-interest, right? Whenever you're doing something, you're trying to advance yourself. You're yeah. trying to advance something for your family. You're trying to advance something uh, because it makes you feel good. You're making an impact because yep. you want to feel good, right? And I don't think there's anything oh, yeah. wrong with that. A lot of people are like, oh, that's selfish. No, it's not. It's like uh, in order for me to make a bigger impact, I need to build a, build a bigger business. You know, if I want to help right. a million people make a million dollars or build a million dollar net worth, like, like I need to go and make money to create a louder voice, to make a bigger impact and be heard across multiple nations. Right. And so, um, I think that's okay. You know? And, and so, uh, for me, like, I think everything boils down to just giving value, um, and giving quality value and giving a lot of quantity of value. Right. And so, um, just educating people and realizing for any entrepreneurs that are listening to this, that there's a lot of things that, you know, that might seem commonplace or common knowledge to you because you've been doing it for so long, but it's absolutely mind boggling to somebody who's not in your field. And so I think, again, going back to what we talked about earlier on, when, when you have the ability to educate and empower others, I think you have the responsibility to do those things. And so, um, share the knowledge, let people know what you got going on. Let people know that, that there's other opportunities out there, that there's bigger potential, that they can be more, that they can do more, they can uh, uh, have more, they can give more, right? I think that's all, that's all really, really yeah. important stuff to convey to others and, and, and empower them and uh, inspire them. And, and so, yeah, man, that's, uh, that's, I love what, that. that's what I'm 100% focused on, brother. Awesome, man. Dude, absolutely love what you're doing. And, um, man, I'm so happy for you, man. Happy all your success and everything you have going on. Super awesome. I appreciate you, dude. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. And and I appreciate all the value that you provide, you know, like, like you, you give so much content and, and so much, uh, some, so much good value out to everybody who's listening. And, um, man, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for all the growth and everything that you have going on in your businesses and in your life too. So I appreciate you, man. Dude, I'm kind of fired up now. 
Like, I kind of just want to go find an apartment building that's, like, for sale. <laughs> like, I, kinda, I guess that's the entrepreneurial spirit, right? You're like, I got to do it now. <laughs> like, I talked about it, and I got to go freaking do it. <laughs> you know? Like, it's kind of like how it if went, you find you one, like If you find yeah. one, you hit me up. I'll, I'll, help you, I'll help you find the resources to take it down. Management companies, uh, the financing, the, the cash, whatever you need, man. You, you hit me up, and yeah. I'll help you make it happen. I'd love to do it in Utah. Like I just think like just the way that the economy is in, in Utah and you know, the housing market and everything. I don't know. Yeah, man. Oh, I'm freaking excited. I got them all fired up now. I know. I know when it's <laughs> going to be like a good idea. Cause you get like those chills. You're like, dude, I'm excited. Like I'm pumped for this. You know, I have a lot of ideas that come through. I'm like, that's kind of stupid. Like, I don't want to do that. Like, that'd be kind of dumb. And I don't feel anything. But when I, <laughs> when I say certain things, I'm like, Oh, Oh, and then this, and then my brain starts working. I'm like, oh, and I can do this, and I can do that, and oh, I can build on that. Other people get excited, then you know you got a winning idea. So the last thing I want to do before we close is I want to give you an opportunity to do a shameless plug. You can plug friends, quotes, websites, Facebook, whatever it is that you want the audience to know and to do, programs, products, services, whatever it is that you want the audience to know and to do, shamelessly plug. Go. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. No, I, I mean, you know, if, if you're looking for if you're looking for formal education on how to buy apartments, go to commercialempire.com. Right, that's my that's my uh, website on on the education side, commercialempire.com. That's cool. But like, I give a lot of free content, a lot of free insight. Just connect with me on Facebook. Right, I'm I'm very active on on social media and on Facebook, and I'm always putting content out there and uh, some ideas and thought provoking. You know posts and that kind of stuff and, um, and sharing a lot of really cool resources. So um, connect with me on, on Facebook and, and let's, uh, let's see if, you know, there's ways that we can help each other grow and uh, be more, do more, have more, give more. Right. Heck yeah, man. I love it. I absolutely love it. Thank you so much for being an amazing guest on the show. Uh, if anybody wants to, you know, get involved with the passive income, the real estate investing, the, you know, the, the whole thing, man, um, go to cleturnkey.com, LinkedIn, Facebook, right there in the show notes and connect with Tim and tell Tim you heard his episode on Life Transformation Radio. Tim, thank you so much for being an amazing guest today. I appreciate it, Sean. Thanks for being an amazing host. Thank you. Life Transformation Radio listeners, an amazing guest impacting the world around him. If Anything that we talked about today has resonated with you, please click on the links in the show notes and tell Tim that you heard him here on Life Transformation Radio. If you have any questions for the guests, send me those questions at sean at the success core, C-O-R-P-S, the success core.com. Join our, our Facebook group, Life Transformation Radio community. Leave us questions and connect with the guests there as well. Please subscribe. Rate and review Life Transformation Radio wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. And with that, I close the show by saying live your brand. Find opportunities every day to live out the core values that you hold deep in your heart. And I call this living your brand. So until next episode, live a great life.